Hey everyone, Michael here, and welcome to the Company Cast, a podcast by Company Cam where we talk all things contracting to help you take your business to the next level. Today, I sit down with my good friend John Dye of Art of the Supplement, and we're going to discuss the ability that you have to communicate and how that's going to either make or break your business long term. Today's episode was originally part of our Talk About It series, which was filmed live on camera with me smashing soft shell tacos for charity. So if you hear, just know I polished off yet another soft shell taco for a good cause. Today's content is great. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Let's talk about it. Back live, talk about it, season three. We've got an in-studio guest today. We love in-studio guests. Um, we're trying to keep that, like, social distancing here. This is six feet. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We've got some local tacos here, John. I am excited. We've got some Al Pastor and some uh, Carnitas. They're great. They're no Chris's ice cream shop there in Indy. John's from Indy. Um, <laughs> got some great tacos there as well. I'm excited to jump into these before... I'm going to start eating tacos, but before we like get rolling into the advice, um, tell everyone just a little bit about your background, and obviously you're with Art of the Supplement Balance Claims. Talk yep. a little bit about that, and then we'll get into your advice. So I uh, just, yeah, I'm a supplementer. I've been a contractor forever. Uh, my father was a contractor. My grandfather was a contractor. Great-grandfather. That's what they all did. So um, I got into this industry in 2000 on the storm side of things, roofing ideal you know just all roofing basically from then on out before that it was gc work uh in chicago and just learning how to do all that stuff but now we're we've developed art of the supplement so i go around and train contractors on how to get paid for all the work they do and how to properly use company cam i love it (laughs) no it's super important and i'm thankful for what you guys do and what you guys have created because without that i think that our jobs would be much much more difficult and every every supplementer, every contractor out there that uses company cam would totally agree with me on that. I ask that question at every boot camp, every event that we're at. Anyone that has company cam, I'm like, tell us what you think. And they're always like, it's the best thing ever. So thank you, guys. Thank you for yeah, creating this. Absolutely. So I've got a confession to make here. So we sent that. Uh, we, we sent the, you know form out, whatever you want to call it, and he said, this is the advice I would give. You gave great advice on there, um, but it was a little more roofing specific. It was supplement specific, and I was like, well, I got to have John on the show. Like, there's no way we don't have John on the show. So I was like, hey, we're going to change your advice, because I was at a boot camp, I think it was out in Colorado, and you were talking about when the light bulb kind of went off for you on talking to desk adjusters. Um, and how the conversations have to go, those kind of things. And I, it kind of struck me, like, knowing your audience, knowing the situation and controlling that conversation, talk a little bit about that, maybe share some of that experience or where the light bulb came off, and then we'll dive into some more questions. Well, man, for me, like, I think if you look at my history, like, I went to Bible college. I was a youth pastor for a few years. I was super good at talking to people, but... As a contractor and as a supplementer, I almost felt like adjusters weren't even real people. If that makes sense. Yes. Like I almost like I just thought that these people were just like computers that were just designed to 
say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I would constantly scream and yell and like bang my head against the wall and be like, you guys owe this, like you guys should pay it. I'm telling you, like I'm a contractor, this is the way it's gotta be. And it was, I treated them just like most contractors treat their subs and everyone else that they work with a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this being from a contracting family, if I uh, told you some of the stuff I've heard my uncle say and my grandfather say, and you know, there's a, there's a whole little breed there of people. My grandfather's a bricklayer. So if you've ever been around Masons, like they're no joke. <laughs> yeah. And so I kind of went a different direction with my life. And when I, you know, I was a youth pastor, like I could empathize with every person out there. Like I learned how to care about people and care about their problems, but not when it came to adjusters. And I had to overcome that and like realize that the number one basic philosophy or basic uh, rule when you're dealing with these people is to number one, understand that they're people and Mm -hmm. empathize with them and their feelings and what they're actually going through. And I had to learn that even though they work in corporate America, which is completely different than where I come from in the world that, you know, most of us are in as contractors and as small business owners, as entrepreneurs, like we don't understand their world a lot of times. You got to like kind of dive in and get, get a feel for what they're really experiencing and what their pain points are before you can just start to demand things from people. Like that's just a bad rule any way around. Mm-hmm. This is why, in, just to talk about company cam, the reason I like company cam so much is because it talks about, it, it, it shows exactly what it is I'm trying to portray with my words with a photo, mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes it so much easier to yeah. tell that story using actual data and facts rather than me as a contractor trying to tell you why I need what I need. Um, we're not really good at communication though as contractors in general. Um, and this is one of the things that people have to understand, like everything that you do, everything you say, everything you write, every estimate you write, the way you write your exactimates, everything is communication. If you want to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible in, in this world and get paid the most, you know, the right amount for all the work that you do and get paid uh, quickly, the quickest way is to actually empathize and have a feel for what they need and meet their needs so that you can uh, get what you need out of the situation at that point. And yeah. so that that's kind of the, the kicker for me was learning that I, they're people. Yeah. I have to visualize them. Like they're sitting at a desk. They have like five computer screens in front of them. They have a headset on. These adjusters work in, you know, they have hundreds of them in this floor. You know, they're all working together. Like what what do they care about? They're hourly employees. What do they care about? Not, not getting yelled at, right? Like, they don't want to get yelled yeah. at. So the more data, the more information, the more justification I can give them, and the more I can ask questions, the better off I'm going to be at the end. But when I come across as just another jerk contractor that's just yelling at them, mm-hmm. automatically the wall's gone up, and they're not going to do anything for you. But if I can empathize and relate and say, okay, what do you need from me, and ask a lot more questions than I'm really just telling them what I need, I've learned that they'll tell me what they need for me to pay for that. They don't want to not pay for it. They just don't want to get in trouble for paying for it. Absolutely. So the first time I heard you talk about that, like I said, I think it was out in Colorado. We were doing the boot camps out there and it resonated with me. And I think that you were so, yeah, it's got my face on it. It's got it's to be got good. Face it's got it. my face on it. You know, Troy's got his own Tron juice too. Yeah. This is, like, is this better than Tron juice? Yeah. Yeah. Throw some on there. I'm going to throw some on there. Um, but no, it, it really resonated with me. And I think that your communication skills from your, you know, t- 
time as a youth pastor, those kind of things. You're probably ahead of the game compared to most contractors and where you were talking about, you know, just some stories of like, man, you should hear some of the things I've heard <laughs> contractors say. That's, you should have heard some of the stuff I said. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's really where the advice piece for me. So like you learned how to talk to adjusters, but mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about how, you know, if, if you're an owner watching this, how important understanding and treating your staff Man. like people and how to talk to my team, my sales guys, my subs, how important is that? And what, you know, how, Dude. how great is it for your company when you finally realize, Man, these guys working for me are people. How important is that piece? Man, I can, I've, I'm around business owners all the time, contractors all the time, and I see contractors that are massively huge, doing really well, and I see guys that are small and struggling, trying to grow, and they can't figure out why they're trying to grow. And I'll just have like a five minute conversation from them and I'll walk away and I'll think, I would never work for that guy in a million years. <laughs> there's a reason why there's six people that work for him and he can't seem to, get over that little hump there mm -hmm. and they don't stick around very long they're always new they're always constantly uh you know their their turnover rate is huge and i'm just like dude the way that he just talked to me and the way he communicated with me i would never want to do any business with that guy i would never even there's no way that i would ever go and work for that man or person you know whoever it is but i think that there's a there's a lost art in just having that empathy and having an understanding of what is really important to the people that you want to work for you. And if you're not offering that, that place where they feel, I mean, what do people want out of a job out of, out of, out of, uh, in general, like they want security, they want safety. They want to know that the company's got their back, that the company's ethical, that they're getting paid on time, that they're treated well. And if you're not conveying that as a business owner, you can't grow, you can't scale. The guys that are doing the 20, 30, $40 million a year, dude, those are some of the nicest guys that I've ever met. Absolutely. Like they have, they care. Like they'll sit down and have a conversation and they'll just talk about anything and everything. And they're like the easiest people to talk to. Mm -hmm. If you're not an easy person to talk to, you're probably not going to get a lot of people to come work for you. Absolutely. So there's two points I want to jump off with that one. So one, um, episode two, we had Matt Danskin. Or yeah. not, not Matt Danskin. We had Matt Grassmeyer. Matt Grassmeyer. Matt Grassmeyer. I, um, I love both of those. I, I do too. Guys. Yeah, they were both on with us. But... He, uh, he talked about creating memorable moments for both your team and your customers. And, you know, just hearing what you're saying there of, you know, what are people looking for? Like his advice, if you guys haven't checked out episode two, check it out. Uh, making people feel comfortable as soon as they, they come in. Mm -hmm. But then I want to talk a little bit um, here. I want to take a quick break, get a couple tacos in us. Um, but when we come back, I want to talk about some of those customers companies that you said are doing 30 40 50 mm -hmm. 100 million and how easy they are to talk to and how understanding they are because i think that's the biggest thing um so i want to talk actually paul reed when we come back so yeah, i want to talk paul reed sure. when we come back we'll take a quick break we'll be right back with john die art of the supplement balance Coin. this episode of the company cast is brought to you by company cam the only app every contractor needs. CompanyCam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field no matter where you are. Check out CompanyCam and CompanyCam Pro now with video. What's up, guys? We're back. John Dye, Art of the Supplement, Balance Claims. You like how I got my Mexican Coke here? I do. It's themed. It's I love themed. it. I, got it. I couldn't find Topo Chico. 
We don't have that in Nebraska. They, dude, you don't. It's no. so discouraging. You're not finding Topo Chico. I go to yeah. my office. Like, I got a case of it in my office, like, in my fridge. You have it in Indy? Yeah, dude. to ship it in. No, no. We don't have to ship I used to have to ship it in. Not anymore. <laughs> nice. We have it now. So. so, when we left, I wanted to come back and talk a little bit. There's tons of great owners out there. So, yeah. Paul Reed, don't get too big of a head here. But I want to talk Paul Reed because it's... He, he's just refreshing to, to talk to you and to see him lead a company. You know, I call Paul Reed the godfather. The godfather. I just, he has like that godfather vibe. Like, you just want to like get advice from him mm -hmm. and approval because he's Paul Reed. Yeah, but I would, I don't want to like ruin my point here because my thought is, is you were talking about, you know, how you talk to people, how you convey messages. In the contracting world, mistakes are going to happen, and they're totally. going to happen frequently. Mm -hmm. And I think probably one of the biggest communication skills that you can have as an owner, and I want you to expand upon this, is how do you deal with those mistakes? How do I convey that, hey, that's not good. That's going to cost us a lot of money. We're not going to be able to supplement. We're going to have to replace this. Whatever it is, how do you convey those messages as an owner to keep your people well, you, you. you got to understand the basis of mistakes. A mistake means that you empowered someone, which is a really good thing. I mean, you want to feel empowered. You don't want to work for a company where if you make a mistake, you've done something really bad because it's inevitable. It's mm -hmm. going to happen. And the more you empower people, the more mistakes they're going to make. But a mistake's not a bad thing. A mistake is just a mistake. It's a learning experience. I always tell people like, and I learned this from a, from a mentor years ago, but he said, John, you're always going to pay for your education. No matter what, it's never free. You're always either gonna pay for it with, uh, you're gonna go to school and you're gonna pay for it that way. You're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna pay for it. And, you know, through trial and error, or you're gonna have to, you know, learn through buying it, that information from someone else. There's no free ride. Mm -hmm. There's no way you're ever gonna be able to become better uh, just on your own, other than through trial and error. And so that requires you to be okay with making mistakes and okay with your people making mistakes as long as they understand that there's a lesson behind the mistake. Now, if, someone, if you have someone just like literally making the same mistake over and over and over and over and over again, like after a while, you gotta be like, okay, there's, there's something going on here that we need to really figure out because there's a pattern here. Mm -hmm. But if they've, you know, if people, people should be allowed to make mistakes. You should have room for that within your organization. And, What's the worst thing that can happen in our world as contractors where someone makes a mistake? Cost you a little money, maybe? I mean, if that's the worst thing that can happen, okay. <laughs> yeah. Go make more of it and make it up. Or, you know, you didn't make any profit on this job, so what? Move on to the next one. And that's, you know, that's the common theme amongst most of the big business owners. I was sitting with a big contractor last night at dinner, and they talked about how some, one of their guys missed a, an entire redeck had to pay for an entire redeck. And he's like, there's no profit on the job, but hey, you know what? We said F it, we said move on, mm -hmm. it's done. Like we don't care, you know? And so that's, the, that's gotta be the, the mindset of, you know, move on to the next one, you learned. You'll probably never make that mistake again, hopefully. And this is just the cost of doing business, the cost of training, the cost of, of uh, building people. Yeah. And that's the, at the bottom line, no matter what the organization is, these are all people organizations. Mm -hmm. If you're a big organization, that means that you're really good at dealing with large numbers of people. You can't build an organization to that size without having that, that element being really well. 
and all Absolutely. of the business, everything else is all we're in the people business. We're yeah, roofing is fun, and that's what it, that's what that's the service we provide, but it's provided by people, mm -hmm. and you can't expect it to, them to be loyal to you and to treat you well when you treat them horribly. No, so, I think I think that loyalty piece. I'll uh, let you have a little bit of talk. Though. I've been making do. I've been making you do all the talking here, um, but it, it really dawned on me when I first started coaching, and I had a mentor. Head, the head coach of the team I was coaching, and he, you know, I would get frustrated with the kids or they'd make mistakes. And he said, <laughs> Hey, at the end of the day, like, even if that mistake is over and over and over again, his, his process was, and when you're in athletics, you can't, in high school, you can't fire the kids. So they're still, <laughs> they're still going to be your, your tackle. They're still going to be your, your center, whatever. But he said, Hey, do you think they're making those mistakes on purpose? I was like, Well, of course they're not. <laughs> and he's like, Well, then, you're not delivering the message, right? Because he's made the same mistake three times and yeah. you just told me he's not doing it on purpose. So what is it? And so I think so that- So is that like being, you gotta be super open about it. Yeah. Transparent. Yeah, I've gotta- be honest. And I've gotta figure out, hey, what can I do as a leader to communicate this in a different way so that you as my the athlete on my team, my employee, whoever, you know, it clicks for them. And I think a lot of that comes down to, like, the guy, you know, that missed the redeck. Yeah. Like, help him figure out, like, hey, this just cost us a lot of money. Why is this important? And, and mm -hmm. you know, ask those questions. I think it comes back to that communication of ask the questions of, hey, where did this go wrong for you in your process? Because, you know, they probably didn't have something in their process that – was clicking for that guy and he missed it and it happens and like you said they they go on and and do that um well i noticed it a lot too from a from a crew perspective too i ran crews for a while and i think a lot of times there's a disconnect between the crew and the roofing contractor where the crews almost seem like a lot of contractors treat them like they're expendable and you can just go get another one you just go find another crew, right? Mm -hmm. Which is totally an awful way to do it because you want those crews to be your people. You want to treat them like that. You want to Absolutely. give them the benefit of the doubt. They're partners with you. Without them, you got nothing, really. And that's a that's a something that I noticed early on was that um, when I was running crews, I mean the company we worked for. I just went to Colorado, so you know ran some crews for a while, and we were doing like four houses a day, and. You know, those guys were just, they, they, it was simple with them, but at the same time, like I had to deal with all the backlash from the GC and the GC tra treated us really, really well. Um, and they gave us a lot of leeway and they, and there were times that mistakes were made, mm -hmm. but the key was, you know, the way they communicated with us was, Hey, this mistake's made. And my response was like, we'll fix it. We fixed it. You know, we made it right. But at the end of the day, like. If they if they would have come at us a different way or fired us from that situation, who gained what at that point? Absolutely, Let's, it was a lose lose situation then. For sure, I want to kind of tie it all together on that point because you know we've talked a little bit about building loyalty and you know treating people as humans like so. It's just a no brainer, but like like you said, you get caught up in the hey I need to get this paid and you just lose track of things. Yeah. How Dude, important you, you ate all of those. I did. Well, I thought I was going to get to eat one. $60 per taco, and you're sitting over here on Wait, wait, two. wait. What are you talking about? 
MMA Company Cam Taco Counter, $60 oh, per taco dude. going to charity. Yeah, we're going to... I didn't know that. Yeah. Sorry. 10 times six, $600 going to charity just All off right. of today's tacos. Thank you, MMA. Appreciate and, you And Company Cam. We're, oh, we're doing 30. Cam. We're doing 30. Okay, okay. I mean, Balance and Artist Supplement could do some money off today's, too. We'll have want. to contact our CFO and uh, see what he says. No pressure, Troy. <laughs> um, Tron Tron? Let's make it happen. But... Uh, you know, it, for me, it's that loyalty and building that loyalty. And it doesn't matter if it's with an adjuster, with its employee, with a customer. How you communicate is so important. Um, maybe, we'll talk about this for a second, like reviews. Mm -hmm. Why do people get bad reviews a lot of times? Communication. Communication. I think that's probably the biggest. I mean, mm -hmm. and... Learning, you know, building systems around communication is probably the most important part of your business. Yeah, because, exactly, because it's either they didn't communicate with me at all or they didn't meet my expectations. And I would argue both of those come down to communication because if if I'm not meeting, if I'm a contractor and I'm not meeting that homeowner's um, expectations, I probably didn't set expectations um, in the beginning through communication. And so... Well, that's a big reason why people don't get OMP. That's why they don't get a lot of stuff that they want paid for. Paid for is because they're not communicating that stuff properly. They're not getting us the right information to communicate it properly. And, and that's what we struggle with a lot of times. How important is it, whether it's a sub crew, your employees, customers, adjusters, to build that relationship? I mean, I guarantee you that because you communicated and treated people like humans, whether it's employees, subs adjusters that you know the fruits that were you know harvested off of that had to be immense would that oh something massively you see? huge i think it's one of the most important parts of the business and that's what it applies to a lot of the success of these big companies that are bigger um is the fact that they create systems that are able to get that information out and that's the most important part like you just can't hold on to it and this is where like entrepreneurs especially because they want to do everything sometimes that's like your biggest weakness is because you're trying to do so much that you don't have the time to sit down and, and build these systems and communicate them out the right way mm -hmm. and this is where like as a person that I'm, I'm kind of a workaholic sometimes that downtime for me is really really important finding that that time to stop and like just reflect and then turn around and start to build the systems that I need are really, really important because that allows me to realize what I'm doing and where I'm not and, and also catch up. I'm the worst at emails. Like I get emails and I, I suck at responding to them. I suck at responding to text. I have to like make it a thing like, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to sit down and just like respond to stuff. Mm -hmm. I flag emails for response. So I know like, okay, I saw it. I'm going to flag it. I'll hit it back in a little bit. But I've got to like make that conscious deliberate effort to get that stuff done. Absolutely. So let's, you know, we're kind of running out of time here. We've got a taco got and a half. Taco you left. finish that one. I'll just eat this one while you're okay. answering my last question here. Okay, okay. Um, where do I like, so obviously self-reflection is huge and how do I communicate with people? How am I communicating with everybody involved in the process that um, is my company? Where do I go though as a contractor to, you know, have that aha moment like if i can't just do it pure through self-reflection who would you suggest that they talk to to you know get better at this <laughs> <A> is, therapist <laughs> <laughs> like you know is that something that you 
go talk to other owners. Dude, um, you should have a network of other owner, owners that you talk to. You should have a network of other contractors and other business professionals that you're around that are going to help you with this, that, that you can practice your communication with. Um, but you said this, you said the key though, self-awareness is the key. Being aware of where you are and asking those questions constantly and trying to get feedback constantly. If you're not asking your team what they think about your communication, that's a good place to start. Ask the people that are that you're working with how you communicate with them and ask them to be brutally honest. Be like, hey, like, how do you feel about our company? How many businesses ask their employees that? That one, so, excuse me, that one simple question. How do you feel about our company? Like, what do we do well? What do we do wrong? Those surveys are like mega important to understanding the culture of the people that are really within your company because you don't know it. Um, this is actually something really cool that we did at Balance, um, and I talked about it on another podcast. But um, when I started there, and I just had to put someone through the same exercise at, at, uh, that just started under, under Art of the Supplement. We just hired our first employee. But the first thing that Troy and Eric made me do when I was a consultant just working with them was they said, John, before you really get too in-depth with our company, I want you to write a report about what you see our company as right now. Because I still had that like unfiltered, outsider looking in type perspective that was really, really valuable. Mm -hmm. And they knew that the longer I'm in the company, the easier that is to go away, or that's just gonna naturally just evolve and I'm gonna start to really like become ingrained in the culture. So before you become ingrained, like tell us what things we're doing well, what things we're doing we could work on, you know, the whole nine yards. And I did, I sat down and I thought, you know, at the time I thought this is a really stupid exercise, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna do it anyway. So I did it, you know, I wrote this whole report, I turned it in and they like, and the cool thing is they took my advice and like changed so many things. Because in their minds, they started in a house, they'd worked their way up. This was still like the startup mentality. They don't know how outsiders are really viewing them because mm -hmm. you're so inside your culture. Well, next time you hire someone, have them write that report before they get into, into the weeds too much, before they get ingrained in the culture. Ask them, what do you see about our business right now? And get that perspective from them. That's one of the most valuable perspectives you can ever get from a new hire. Absolutely. And I don't want to get into the weeds on this, but you know, you talked about the surveys, and I think surveys are huge. Yeah. Owners, I'm going to tell you right now, your surveys are going to have an inverse dip in them because until you build that trust with your staff, they're going to say everything's great, everything's fine. And then as the trust starts to build, they're going to give you more of an honest feedback. The so more, you're going to, the more you ask, it's going to start to dip a little bit yeah. and then it will climb up because you're not going to find those true problems on the first survey, I think. And so I think owners, you can't just send that first survey out and make it really, you know, the more I ask, the more truth I'm going to get. Yeah. Cause you're building that trust. They feel like they can give you those true um, pieces of advice. John. Hey brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you too, yeah, man. Love you. This love is you. The guy right here. Love you coming love to town. Um, always enjoy hanging out with you. Uh, great advice, guys. Communication is—it's uh, the key to to everything in business, in my opinion. It's the key it's, to life, man. It's building those relationships. Communicate. Yeah. Um, the the best companies out there are the ones that communicate the best, and I don't think there's any question about that. That's ten tacos. Uh, so that's six hundred dollars. There we go. Um, pending CFO Troy Climber. Troy, I'm gonna just keep putting that pressure on you. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna give four hundred fifty dollars gift cards here locally to people that nice. were impacted by COVID. Get them some groceries, some things. So six hundred dollars awesome. taco counter. Thanks for helping me get that uh, hey, money raised, and uh, yeah. we'll see you guys next time.
This episode of the Company Cast is brought to you by Company Cam. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy to use app for you and your entire team. Take photos and videos, upload and scan documents, share custom reports, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners, all from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every contractor needs. Check it out at companycam.com or in your app store.